This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Credit like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Market Out episode 323, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Make sure you listen to all of our past episodes, marketout.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash marketout, and you can also go watch, subscribe, YouTube, youtube.com slash marketout11, Twitter, that's where we get most of our communication from. At Markinet, you can go follow me, your host Dave the Rave at Dave the Rave underscore M O, and you can also follow my co-host Brandon at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. How are you doing? I'm doing great, but I'm also going to say uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Markinet. Yeah, because I feel like that's kind of important to get out there, or or useless. One or the other. So what'd you do this week? What did I do this week? What did I not do this week? More like it. Uh, really nothing. Nothing. Just watch the the <laughs> Mets. Watching those Mets games. Thank goodness that uh, baseball's back on. I'm very happy baseball's back on TV. The season has started. Uh, what about you? Have you watched the game yet? I have not, and I don't really watch. I don't watch baseball at home. I can't, unless huh. it's like the World Series or something. I just get, can't get into it. I have trouble like sitting through an entire game live. No, that I, I prefer over over I watching. I get too on distracted TV. by everything else going on. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, just watching the those Mets and enjoying this amazing weather. I mean, did you have a Passover Seder? Yeah, I did have a Passover Seder. I held my own uh, two times. Twice so, you did it. Yeah. Damn. I did one. I held my own over here. Then I helped uh, my friend Tyler put on his at his place. But it was really kind of how mine, many? How many people went to yours? Four people. Well, no, three. And then how many went to his? Uh. Just me and Erica. So it was just three people. Yeah, nothing crazy, but I ha- I I had to do it, so it worked. I'm happy that we had the cho- uh, the chance to do it, and I'm happy I had the opportunity to lead it and everything like that. What about you? Did you go to a theater? I went at my grandma's house on Monday. And how was that? Fine, same old seders. Any uh good food? Anything nosh on? No. Same old Passover food. What is the same old Passover food? Brisket, chicken, matzo. I, I wish I had brisket. I was going to make my own, but I didn't have enough time. So what did you serve? Uh, chicken. Roasted chicken. But <laughs> How I did you really... have time for chicken and not brisket? Well, I bought the chicken from the store. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, the brisket I, I actually want to make, but unfortunately I just didn't have enough time. I will probably within the next few weeks make it, though. Yeah, so before Passover even like was a thing this year, 
I went to the Nashville Coliseum on Saturday for their open house. And you loved it, right? It was, I, I don't, I really, dude, that place, nothing's changed. I really, I said it last week on the show. Nothing. I'm disappointed. It's, it's really, they just added a silver thing on top and new paint. Uh, well, the silver thing that they added on top does make the, out, the exterior look really cool. I don't know. I think it looks stupid. Really? Yeah, it's like, oh, we uh, we have the we have Barclays Center that's covered in rust. We want to kind of do that to Nassau Coliseum, but we don't want it to look rusted. We want it to look silvery and shiny. Let's let's do this structure. So now explain that external the the eternal flame that they have. That's for the veterans. For it's the memorial. It's the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Gotcha. So the flame is for the to salute the veterans. Yeah. All okay. right. Uh, what else? Tell me a little bit more about this place. That was such a stupid. Uh, the the open house was so stupid because they were like, "Oh, come try the taste. Get the taste of Long Island. You get a, a drink ticket. You get a a drink ticket for non-alcoholic beverages, and you get a a ticket to try for food. The taste of Long Island because they have new vendors in there this this time around." Uh huh. You get there. What's available to Taste of Long Island for free with these tickets? You can get a, a diet Pepsi or a Pepsi, or you can and you get a hot dog, nachos with the disgusting che- the nacho cheese, mm-hmm. and or a scoop of mac and cheese, which I think was from Smoking Owls. Okay. Taste of Long Island. That's what your Taste of Long Island is. A hot dog. Sounds like sounds like someone dropped the ball on this. Big time. Taste of Long Island is not what you just listed. No. I mean, even if you want, like, don't get me wrong, the mac and cheese from Smoky Owls is good. It's smoking. Smoking, yeah, smoking Owls. <laughs> but even still, why the Taste of Long Island? That's one place. Yeah. I, I guess, mean, I guess I, Nathan's. I believe they only have one place. I guess Nathan's is it? Yeah, well, like the place is inside. But that's inside. more Island. No, it's parts of Long Island, though, that are inside the Nassau Coliseum now. Oh, like gotcha. There's, it's, I mean, Nathan's was there before, I believe, but it's Nathan's, it's Smoking Owls. I mean, Ocean side, but... Yeah, but even still, it's... I mean, Nathan's is all over Long Island. Yeah. It's Nathan's right up the block from the Coliseum. It's just, the, it? ven- it's yeah. just the, ven- the vendors that are inside the Coliseum. Uh-huh. But like though like that's not stuff that I would want to like tout as the taste of Long Island. Well, they'll probably charge an arm and a link for all of those. Yeah. I saw that for smoking owls it was twelve bucks for a pulled pork sandwich. Wow. Yeah. I'd rather just I'd rather just go. Owls. Yeah. Is yeah. that what you just about to say? I did yeah, I did say that. Yeah. Yeah, I would <laughs> rather just go to the restaurant. I mean, it's a nice restaurant, it's fun. Yeah. It's nice. In Massapequa Park. Massapequa Park, Long Island. Check it out. Yeah, tell them Mark and I sent you. <laughs> or, or don't. I mean, they know yeah. us. But And then after after the... Uh, and it's so funny. We were chilling up in like the 200 section. Because like, I wanted to see like all the way up across from where the stage is. To see where if they actually changed the, the thing. Because last week I thought... When I went to Billy Joel... I thought they took out the the part that blocks the stage and everything. Mm-hmm. I was on the opposite side. So I went up, all the way up, 
And uh, you still, I mean, if the Islanders come back and you're in the very last row and stuff, you're missing half the rink. You're missing half the court for the basketball that's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And you can't see the stage at all. Huh. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. It would be interesting to see if the Islanders come back now that the fin- they finished remodeling and everything. It's literally, rebuilding. it's the same. It's it, They took the, it used to be 100, 200, and 300 sections. They took the 100 and 200s and combined them, and now it's just 100s. And then the 300s became the 200s. Mm-hmm. It's the same stuff inside. I'm, and, you think and, that and the Islanders would come back? I, honestly, I don't see why they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I'm curious how long they have a contract with uh, Barclay Center for. Well, weren't they trying to get out of it? That I'm not too sure. It would be interesting if they could get out of that, though. Yeah, I I wouldn't mind the Islanders coming back. I mean, we're both Ranger fans, but I wouldn't be against the Islanders coming back to the island. It kind of makes sense. Yeah, but and people are still going to have the same complaints anyway. Parking is going to be ridiculously priced. But uh, even walking through walking through a free event, you couldn't walk. It was standstill again, just like Billy Joel. They did nothing to the hallways to make it wider. And that's unfortunate. I, I just don't understand. Like, how don't, how don't you adjust that? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that would be a huge thing to to assist on. I mean, at least to make it more welcoming for your guests. Yeah. But. But after, after the Nassau Coliseum open house, we went to Adventureland randomly. Mm-hmm. Which I said the last time I was there, I'll never have to come back here again. Yeah. But we went back just to walk through, because it's free to walk through. If you like amusement parks and you like hearing all the noise and seeing the sights of amusement parks, just walk through. It's free. Mm-hmm. Farm, Farmingdale, go through. And no, um, just walk through. Yeah, so we, we walked through. My friend played games, which uh, those are always rip-offs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we went to that. And then... Um, Your pictures of the haunted house are crazy. They keep on changing that. Well, they it's like they changed the haunted house. Three no two thousand. I think in two thousand and thirteen. I think they they added this new one. Uh huh. Um. Well, it's the same one. No, it's not. Want to bet? I I know a hundred percent. It's not the other one. Is, the other one's in operation somewhere. I, I believe. What do you mean? I think I went no. on this ride. No, you did not. Not not if you were not if you haven't been there since 2013. I, I have. You remember I went with my cousin since 2013. I, yeah. So yes, I nothing, went last year. Right. Okay. So nothing changed on this. Nothing I mean, changed. But I'm saying that it's the same ride from when we were kids. No, it's not. You just gutted out the inside. No, it seems. it's not. It's a completely new. Like this is in one piece. I don't know the I don't know the terminology for these type of rides, but it's like it's this is one piece. Like when this gets moved, it's one solid piece. The other one was built in pieces. Mm-hmm. So this it's like a it's it is it one hundred percent completely different from when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And in two thousand and eighteen, this is the last year I believe to ride this one, because this one's getting out of here. This one is getting out of here. Yeah, and they're replacing it with a 
double decker haunted house ride with huh. a car that's suspended above the, like it's a track that's like you're you're suspended from the top. That sounds interesting. From what I think uh what I think it's going to be like is like the Peter Pan flight. I don't know if you, I mean you probably haven't been I I know what you're talking about though. Yeah, so I think it's going to be something like that. It looks a lot nicer than the one that that's here now. The one that's here now is awful. It's not it's like not scary. It's like I don't know how children are afraid of it because the lights it's, it's so lit in there. The lights are on and you're using the lit. Yeah, it's <laughs> and, so and when, when we lit went, up it's like it's so I, bright. You I want to say it's not dark. I was going to say I want to say when David says it's so lit in there, he means the actual lighting, not the terminology that children use these days to describe something cool. It's not to describe something cool. What do you mean? Yes, it is. That's what it... Well, they say, oh, man, this is going to get lit. There's yeah. also the lit of alcohol and drugs, but that's not... Children change it every day. I don't know. I don't know, but it is very bright in there. It's not scary at all. Yeah, it's not at all. I mean, it changed a lot since the time when we went to throw Skittles around in there. That was all you. <laughs> that was all you? I was going to say, I don't, think I, I don't think I ever threw Skittles inside the haunted house. You That you did? No, I know I've been in there with a flashlight. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I don't think I... I don't re really even remember throwing Skittles. I do. So if you remember it, then it was you that did it. No, we went together. Yeah, I don't know. It is weird, though. I, I would expect them to keep more of the old school, like... Uh, animatronics that they used to have like they don't even have that tree that they used to have outside yeah which the tree the last time i was there was like across from it but now they have that turbulence coaster that gigantic coaster it, that's actually a lot of fun it looks like a cool coaster i'm just not i don't i'm not a coaster guy anymore yeah it's actually a lot of fun they still have uh what is it the surf uh what is it surf Surf set? No. The wave rider? Wave rider? The surf surf rider or whatever? They don't have that. Surf. The wave rider. Thought, is it the wave rider? Yeah, but there's like a, a little toddler one now. Oh, no. They did change it. Yeah. That's not there. It's a kid one now. That one where the wave runner or wave rider, whatever it was called, is um, a thing that you, you – I think you stand up and it – and it. Yeah, it's a UFO ride. Yeah. They got rid of the no. Yeah, looping stars gone also. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So you have that haunted house is common there, huh. and uh, and they they said the animatronic tree is in their storage unit. Uh -huh. So is the King Kong that was used to be inside the haunted house, which was then moved on top of that rock wall. Oh yeah, with the lit up red eyes. Yeah. But that's in their storage unit, too. Interesting. I was like, yo, you guys should get that, get it out. <laughs> get they probably have so many of the older stuff. Like, inside the haunted house, they really do do not have anything anymore. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing, like, I don't need to go on this haunted house again before it closes. But I am no. looking forward to going into the, well, I've only, I only went on this one time, the new one. Uh-huh. But I, I am. But it's looking, nothing special. No, it's not. 
when I remember after I wrote it the first time, the only time the guy like the guy that was working goes, "Oh, how was it?" I was like, "Honestly, it sucked." Yeah. <laughs> he goes, "Yeah, I know." But I mean, the, the water ride that they have is fun. The log flume. Yeah. Or that's the, always fun. Yeah. And then the pirate, they still have the pirate ship. Yeah. Which is a classic at Adventureland. That was that always there. Yeah. Uh, in that position, in that area. Yeah. Yeah, it's always been in that position. Right yeah. at the entrance. So, uh, so yeah, so I went there. across the, all the other areas, they had the Looping Star, surf, Surf's Up or whatever, Wave Rider, whatever you want to call it. They still have that music. Yeah, uh, Music Express is still there. Yeah. Um, the Swings, the, the Flying Swings. Which is newer from when we went. Well, not newer from when you went last, but when we were kids, it's not the same thing, I don't think. I'm trying to think. It seemed the same. Well, I mean, it's the same basic concept, but I just don't think it was the same one. Not sure. They changed all the arcades inside. Well, I mean, you have to update your arcades. But I, from <laughs> when I went there, they didn't really have anything. It was fairly empty from arcade games. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I mean, they have crane games, a lot of them. Uh-huh. Claw games or whatever you want to call them. Bumper cars. It's old, it's still Bumper cars are new from last year. Huh. They were brand new last year. They're, it's now all LEDs and everything. I don't oh, know cool. You, I don't know if you went on those and saw that. No, I, did, I didn't. But you went last year? Yeah, last year. If summer. you went last year, then they were there. Or two summers ago. So... But I, I, we went after, uh, I mean, not after that, on, um, when did I go? I think I went Wednesday. No, I went Thursday, actually. Wednesday, Wednesday, no, Wednesday. No, it was Wednesday. I thought today was Saturday for a second. On Wednesday, Saturday, I went, Saturday. I went, I went out on Long Island. My friend had to pick up his, like, his trophy for football, whatever it is. It definitely won't be fantasy, for fantasy baseball. Fantasy football. And uh, we had nothing to do, so we just kept driving east on Long Island, and we were looking for places to eat, and we went and wound up in Huntington Station, mm-hmm. and uh, ate up over there, and that's basically Route 110 right there. <laughs> so mm-hmm. after that, I went to Adventureland again, <laughs> which made no sense, which is so weird that I did go there again. But I wanted, they have an ice cream machine there as of last summer. Uh-huh. That is, it's just one nozzle, and it's like a, a freestyle Coke machine where you pick the flavor and the flavor comes out of the one nozzle. Huh. So I was like, let's go try that. So I went to go try it, and uh, before getting it, we like walked through the whole park and everything. And, um, and then I went to, we went into the ice cream shop to try it, and like the line was, was long, longer mm-hmm. than I was going to wait for it. So I was like, eh, I don't I don't need to try it. So we left. And then we oh. went then we went to my friend's house and uh we were just chilling out and they wanted food, so they went to Sonic. Haven't been there in years. Last time was probably with me or no? Yeah, had to have been. I only really went with you. Yeah. For NY after NYWC shows or before NYWC. Yeah, NYWCWrestling.com. Go check them out. But uh, we went to Sagamore Hill that night. 
to just now check explain it out. that place. Well, first, first of all, Sagmore Hill is close. It closes at at sunset. Uh huh. So like, well, like we drove, we drove in and we like we got in. Like we could have. I don't understand. Like it wasn't like gated off or anything. So like you don't know that it's like closes at sunset until you actually get there and see that it says closes at sunset until you're in the parking lot parked. You're like the car is parked. Mm-hmm. But I I want I was curious to see what it looks like at night because I've been there during the day. Uh, it's Teddy Roosevelt's house from Long Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, his summer house, which he passed away in that house. Which is not creepy or anything like that. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, I don't know. That's why, I, dude. I was freaking out. I swear to God, I was freaking out. <laughs> why? Because it's like, first of all, you don't know if ghosts are, are real or not. You well, really, we you, all know that they are real. I mean, you don't really know. But then oh, all of us, dude. Dude, do not question ghosts on our podcast. We are going to get some crazy. No, no, no. Uh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. You're sitting in the parking lot, and all of a sudden, lights in the in the distance start going on at, at like, the, the, the museum where his son lived. And I was already told last year that that place is haunted. So here I am sitting in a car, darkness, everywhere is dark except for like a few like, I don't know if they weren't candles in the windows or anything, but like a few lights were on inside Teddy Roosevelt's house to give it like that like old look, like lit up look. And a few lights were shining on the the facade, but lights were shining in the background in the, in the way back. And then the, the lights in the parking lot were like, I guess, motion sensors where they just randomly turned on as you were like driving past it. It was freaky. Mm-hmm. But we, uh, we decided to go back the next day in the light, in the night, in the daytime, I mean. So we, that's what I did yesterday. I went to Sagamore Hill again. And uh, the tours were already all sold out because it's spring break. Not that I, I don't think I need to go on another tour again. Because they don't let you take pictures, so I don't need to, like, I already saw everything. Mm-hmm. But I definitely recommend it. It's 10 bucks. It's cheap. Get there early. And uh, there's a whole nature preserve. So we went down to the beach and everything. Hmm. And hiked through the woods of Long Island. I don't need to do that. I, don't, I didn't want to do that. But I ended up hiking. It's not even, it's not like a, a long distance even. It's just like, I don't need to hike. But you do hike, and you, you're, you're a very good hiker, right? You are an I'm not, active I don't, hiker. I'm not an I active mean, hiker. I mean, not out of not out of choice, though. But no. you are avid. No? I, I'm not avid. I'm not an avid hiker. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I thought you were like avid where you, will, you love doing it and everything. No. I so, no. Not at all. No. Interesting. But it was like you, we, eventually you got to a beach to like chill on. I didn't. I don't like the beach, but <laughs> so it sounds pretty awful for you. <laughs> no, I mean it's cool. Like it's like it's Long Island. It's history. Like Teddy Roosevelt was there. Uh huh. I don't know who else was there, but it's crazy. Do you think Teddy Roosevelt, when he was there, was just like, you know what, people are at some point are going to come here and say, Teddy Roosevelt was here. Dude, like, I was, when we were in the museum, like, looking at pictures of, like, 
I was like looking at the house. Like there's pictures, black and white photos of him at the house. And I'm like, like I was just there. Like, in, like you don't, there's no like pictures like that don't exist these days. Uh-huh. Every, everything is like selfies and, and Snapchat and stuff these days. Instagram filters. It's like, it's crazy that, I mean, it, years from now, it's right now, 2017, a hundred years from now, like, what are pictures going to look like then? I don't even know. Like, history is crazy, man. Future is crazy. Yeah. It, it really is. There's a few places up here that I want to visit that are uh, historical. Like, I still want to go to walk around, like, Albany. They have the New York State Museum up here that I want to go to and I haven't been to yet. And yeah, what's, what's I feel like there's a the New York State Museum. I'm not too sure, but I hear that it's good. I mean, obviously, it's natural, not not like the Natural History that Museum. That place sucks. But <laughs> <laughs> that place sucks. Yeah, everything is fake. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy you guys pointed that out to me. <laughs> Ruined everything. Not, I don't think everything was... I mean, the animals were probably real animals at one point. You I, think? I assume so, at least. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm sure there were some real dinosaur bones there. Do you, do you really believe that? Yeah, I, I would think so. Some were behind the glass, so I assume the ones behind glass were. Cool. Yeah. But there's like, there's like so much more on Long Island that... How many years have you lived here and you you haven't seen all of it? It's yeah, like twenty seven years, and you. I last year was the very first time I ever went to Sagamore Hill. It's in Oyster Bay. It's like twenty minutes from me. Mm-hmm. So, and then Walt Whitman's house is somewhere on Long Island. I mean, I went to Orient Wait. Point once. What did you go to? Orient Point, the most north. East Point of Long Island. It's just a lighthouse and a ferry for to Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Nothing huh. special, but yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So should we get on to some wrestling since we went three plus hours last week? Well, I mean, we just did three plus hours on how your week was. But I guess we can talk about pro wrestling. We are a pro wrestling. Well, are we a pro wrestling podcast still? It was, like, it was like We're kind 20, of like a life experience. It was like 20, 20 minutes. No, yeah, but even still, I mean. Well, all right. Let's talk about some outside the ring news. Shibata, he was hospitalized for a subdural hematoma caused by a headbutt he performed to Okada during their match. And if you haven't seen these... Uh, we've, we haven't seen an actual video, only clips, uh, without sound, and they're, as expected, Shibata gives the most nasty shoot headbutts out there. Once he does it, he starts bleeding from the head, uh, not unconscious or anything like that, not knocked out, uh, but just, in my opinion, unnecessary. I don't think that there's any reason why you should shoot headbutt anyone. Well, it's like now uh, after, I mean, even, I mean, Goldberg even... When he did that to the door, and he just came yeah. out, and then was just randomly bleeding, and nobody knew why he was bleeding. Yeah. 
it's like, yeah, maybe it's time to not do headbutts anymore like that. Uh, I agree. I think that especially let's go a little bit like Chris Benoit and all these other wrestlers that have concussions and uh, brain injuries and everything like that that are stemming from the, all those brain, those headshots. I don't think that this is smart. I Okay, yeah, I do mark out when I do watch them, but it's more of a, ooh, like, like wow, you have to see this, but I also kind of have to look away because I can't watch. It's like even I, even on 205 Live, like Gallagher's headbutts. Like, I don't, I don't know how he does those. I don't know if he put, like, I could. Well, he, slap, he slaps his leg. Yeah, but there's, like. Erica pointed out, like, apparently, like, he slaps his leg most of the time. Every single time? Because like yeah. I try, I try to look for that, and like the sound for me doesn't line up with that always. Yeah. And I don't think WWE would let somebody do a headbutt like that. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I can't see them actually doing a headbutt legit in the WWE. Like, shoot. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But uh, Kofi Kingston, he's out with an ankle injury, which he had surgery on this past week. Um, yeah, uh, storyline story wise, it was the revival. But like shoots, I like any idea what he had or no. when it was caused, how long he's had this. No idea. This could have been the reason why New Day didn't wrestle at WrestleMania, though. That is a good explanation. Yeah, why they were kept off for so long. Yeah, um, and I think they've been doing more Woods Big E matches and Kofi sitting aside. So I could explain that too, which I actually am a big fan of because, I mean, I'm not a big fan of him getting surgery, unfortunately, but I am happy that Xavier Woods may, is going to get a shot to team with Big E a lot more often than, like, usually he's on the side with the trumpet uh, trombone, so I'm happy that we're going to get to see him well, perform more I mean, now. now we might not see them for a while, but... Why? Well, I, apparently there's talks about keeping them off of TV until Kofi's all healed up. Really? Yeah. Where did you see that? The sites. I don't. I wouldn't believe that. I mean, they were raw. Yeah, but now that they were like, notice they went to SmackDown and weren't there. Well, that I mean, that I could. Um, do you want to talk about that now or later? I mean, we'll discuss that later. Yeah. But I, I don't. I wouldn't believe that. There's no point to leave your most popular tag team off. I, I in some like. I mean, even before I read that, I was like, maybe they should just keep New Day off until Kofi's ready to be healed. Like, in some sense, it makes sense to me. Because it's you, you, you're you having New Day debut on SmackDown or re-debut on SmackDown. You don't want just two of them. You want all three of them. I... I you could disagree. still you could still air the vignette. I mean, like do you the, want to talk about this? I mean, we could t- dive into this later on. Or want to just cover no, we, it now? We could dive into it later on. I don't know. Um, all right, fine. Let's dive into it now because we're talking <laughs> about it already. And you already said that they went to SmackDown. Okay. So, I, A, I think it's really stupid that they were left off of SmackDown. Yeah, but, I mean, they're not there. Yeah, I think that's stupid. The three of them weren't there. But two of them were on Raw and they had the fake Kofi. You couldn't bring fake Kofi with you? I don't know. I think in in some cases a vignette is more powerful. I totally 
Dis- I, I totally disagree, disagree with you disagreeing. I disagree with you disagreeing. How I, I'm very surprised because I thought that you would completely be hating on the idea that that your biggest tag team no, because gets transferred to uh, drafted or whatever to another roster and all the live crowd sees is is a little well, they video. Were, right, but they were able to see at least all three of them in the hype video. In cartoon you, form. You don't need every Sorry, single person. I, you don't I disagree. No, but you don't need every single person that gets drafted or moved could, over somewhere. I think for for New Day, I think you did. I don't and think so. I think that they could have if been it was, If it was somebody that was like, like, let's say it was like a surprise return or a call-up or something... Then no, yeah, a hundred percent. You should be I, on live television. No, I think that Big E and Xavier Woods could have been in action. You could have had your fake Kofi yeah, Kingston again. You also, but then there's time constraints. Over. There's time yeah. constraints also. Of course, but you so, could have had them. In, you could have had them in action, and then you have Kofi Kingston. But no, there's no time for them to have been in action. But then you could have had Kofi Kingston appear later on when he's healed up. You could have him come out with them as a surprise or whatever. But I think you could have initially started Big E and Woods over on SmackDown. I think it was really poor that you kept them off. The only place where they could have possibly fit is if you cut the women's segment. And you can't cut the women's segment. I, Dude, I disagree. I think that they could have been at it. I think you could have fit them on. I don't. There's no time. I don't see anything. Even if you have them come out to the live crowd. I think for a quick promo. I think you could have had them in front of that crowd. I disagree with that. But moving on with outside the ring news, Kane announced that he's going to be running for mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. So good luck to Kane. Glenn Jacobs in that sense. He's been a resident of there for, I think he said like uh, eight years or something like that for, for a while. So, or even a lot longer than that, but Congratulations for him on the decision to run. I mean, we've heard him speak, and he knows his politics. The guy is very, very intelligent. So we wish him the best of luck with that. Yeah, I watched the the campaign video, and it's like, damn, I wish I was in Tennessee. <laughs> it just looks so nice and peaceful there. Yeah. I, I think it's really like, it does seem like a nice place. I wouldn't mind going down to Tennessee at some point, maybe for good. But uh, Renee Young and Dean Ambrose, uh, apparently they got married this past week. Now, I mean, this is just speculation because they're both wearing wedding rings. And, I mean, WWE.com covered it, and Renee Young tweeted out saying marriage is good or whatever she said. Marriage Marriage is wonderful. Marriage is great. Marriage is grand. I don't know. Something like that. Um. Like, do you think that they could just be pulling a rib on everyone, too? Like, fans in the sheets? I don't know why they would do that. I don't see there would be no reason for that, for them to do that, but who knows? Yeah. But uh, moving on from that, there's rumors of Carlito returning to WWE. Again, there are rumors of Carlito returning to WWE. I am going to say no. I'm going to say now that the Shining Stars are on SmackDown, I think it's an even greater chance of Carlito coming to coming back. I don't think he's necessary. Well, he's one of those names that'll come back and be able to work with younger talent to put him over. 
I don't think he. I'm not. I don't think he's that think, interesting. I know that you're a big fan of him, but I am really not. I think there's a, a good chance for him to team up with Apico and Primo and do stuff together. And they would do a trio too. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm sold on that. Uh, David Otunga, he has been casted in the lead in a new movie, which we don't know much about the movie. But it does leave an open spot on the Raw commentary. Which, which we found yeah. out. First of all, Byron Saxon was traded from Raw to SmackDown in favor of uh, Otunga going to Monday Night Raw. But we found out, WWE.com posted that the person replacing David Otunga on commentary while he's out filming the movie is Booker T. So, strap in for Monday Night Raw. Is it, this doesn't make me want to watch it any more or any less. Because they they post, first of all, they they post, oh, David Otunga is on Monday Night Raw now, but he's going to be out filming a movie. Stay tuned to see who takes over for him. And I'm like, who's gonna who could take over for him? Damn, there's only one name I could possibly ever think of who's doing commentary on Monday Night Raw take over taking over for Otunga. It's like it makes perfect sense as to why they switched David Otunga to Monday Night Raw because Monday Night Raw is the show of Jim Ross. That's the only yeah. name I could have possibly thought was taking over for David Otunga while he was out filming a movie. Nope. Booker T. Yeah, for, they said, six six weeks. Shucky ducky. Quack, no, six months. Quack. Six months. Six months? Yeah, I think it's six months. You're not out six months filming a movie, are you? Uh, let me go. I forgot where I saw it. I think it was I six. Thought, I thought it said four weeks. <laughs> I just saw it, too. I, I, there's no way you're out for six months filming a movie. Maybe it's... Uh, Is he filming the sequel, too? I don't think it... Sure. Let's see. WWE 4... Uh, let's see. Six weeks. Yeah, next Otunga week. will return in late May. Yeah, six, six weeks. Six months, yeah. Six weeks. Let me six tell weeks. you something, brother. Yeah, so that's that. Yeah. All right, well, that's all, surprisingly, that's all the outside the ring news that we have for this week. But there are some independents to speak on. Uh, Indie results, CZW on the 8th, decisions, Voorhees, New Jersey, uh, Frankie Picard and Jimmy Lloyd defeated Blackwater and Elijah Proctor. Joe Gacy retained the CZW World Heavyweight Championship against Leo Rush, which there's rumors that he signed to NXT. I really hope so. I mean, I mean, from watching him uh, a lot on the online and everything like that, and following him from for a very long time, I think he, I think he's got it. I think he would be a great talent to have on NXT. A very long time is uh, a way overstatement too. He's really new to the business. Yeah, I mean, that's like for a long time in regards to his career. It, well, has, I mean, it has to be fairly new. Has to be like two years, two or three years in the business. Yeah, but really made a name for himself in that in a quick span. Yeah, and then he's a great talent, fantastic talent too. Yeah, hope I hope that he's got signed to NXT. I'm with you on this one. Uh, Greg, excellent with Chrissy Rivera picked up the victory over Alexander James. Tony Deppin defeated Ricky Shane Page. 
UP, uh, UWN television title match. Scorpio Sky defeated David Starr the to bad, retain. The bad boy Joey Janela defeated Nate Webb. Uh, you had Pits of Thumbtacks match. Drew Blood defeated Danny Havoc. In a Catalysm of Barbed Wire match, Matt Tremont defeated Jeff Cannonball. CZW tag team title on the line in a TLC four-weight match. Scarlet and Graves successfully defending against EYFBO, the Dub Boys, and Kyle the Beast and with Monster Mac. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Uh, some upcoming shows taking place on the 21st of April. PWG Game Over, or Game Over Man. In Reseda, California, you have Mark Haskins taking on Michael Elgin. Adam Cole taking on Matthew Riddle. Keith Lee taking on Jeff Cobb. Leo Rush taking on Ray Phoenix. War Machine taking on the Young Bucks. Nick Togo taking on Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, War Machines are now the IWGP Tag Team Champions, I believe. Yes, that's that's a proven fact. Yeah. And uh, did you say Zack Sabre Jr.? Yes, I did say Zack Sabre Jr. In a street fight, Chuck Taylor will be taking on Marty Skrull. Uh, Yeah, so, of course, check out PWG. Um, House of Hardcore, 24, taking in Metuchen, New Jersey, on the 21st. New Jersey. How, how How many times have you been to the town to know it's called Metuchen? I was about to say Metuchen. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Tommy Dream, how many times? A lot. Really? Yeah. A lot of times. If it wasn't Rahway, it was Metuchen. For the most part. I, I guess. Dreamer versus Hardy. Street fight. In a New Jersey delete street fight. Yeah. Sammy Callahan will be taking on Bully Ray for the first time ever. Um, you've got good old Brian Cage taking on MVP. And a bunch more will be there in action. Matt Riddle, Bull James, Alex Reynolds, Little Guido, Sandman, Velvet Sky, the Spirit Squad, who are in Ring of Honor now. So Are they? I believe so. Apparently they were the original people that were supposed to win the titles. From the Young Bucks, and then the Hardys got out of their contract, got released from TNA or whatever, mm-hmm. and they went with the Hardys for the small little bit that they're doing. So I, I believe the Spirit Squad will be in action at uh, War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. Is that what it's called, right? War of the uh, Worlds. Well, uh, I don't know about in that. Manhattan? That I can't tell you. Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, May 7th, maybe? May 6th? Global Warfare? I don't know. Something like that. I don't know. I think it's War of the Worlds, but who knows. But on the 22nd of April, you have House of Hardcore 25 taking place at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Going to be seeing Tommy Dreamer and Bully Ray teaming up to take on Broken Matt and Brother Nero. Pentagon Jr. taking on Sammy Callahan. Also, so many more names. Uh, you got MVP, Brian Cage, so many more. Check it 
out. Houseofhardcore.net for more information on your tickets. Uh, now let's take a break, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Hi there, this is Kimberly, and you are listening to Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. All right, let's take it into some sports entertainment and talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Kicking off with the newest addition, the newest uh, wrestler, wrestlers on the Raw roster, that being John Cena and Nikki Bella. Okay, maybe not, but it was Maurice and The Miz. Uh, they came out. I I love the reaction that they got. Yeah. What do you think? I thought it's funny because like people are always going to expect John Cena, and they all start booing automatically, but then they start to quickly realize that it's actually the Miz. And with a snap of a finger, they cheer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose also came out, spoke to them as if they were really John Cena and Nikki Bella, which I thought was funny. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. goes, I'm not really John Cena and. That's not really Nikki Bella. He goes, well, in that case, boom, dirty deeds. I thought it was Great fine. Great segment. Yeah. Uh, just, you know. I thought it was a good opener. Yeah, just, you know. I'll speak about it later. Up next, The Revival defeated New Day. Obviously, Kobe Kingston is out with an ankle injury. Biggie Langston and Xavier Woods fought in this match. Um, it was a good I match. was a big fan of The Revival's t-shirts. Yeah. I broke Kofi's, uh, we broke Kofi's ankle, and the, then the, the also, ankle. yeah, and then the, <laughs> that other one, the cart. Yeah. Yes. But. It was a good match. The, the good sh- match. The I, shatter machine, where we've been debating back and forth. Yeah. Still doing nothing for me. No. No. I said the shatter machine. We were debating back and forth. <laughs> The Shattered Machine. Yeah, that's the name of their finisher. Learn it. Oh. Yeah, I still... I mean, I. what did the guy on the left do for that? What do you mean? He does the code breaker. Yeah, and then the other guy? He catches them, lifts them up normally. He caught him in that oh. sense. Did or, he really or drove him down. Him? Drove him down. Did he really catch him in that? Yeah, clip? so I thought Xavier Woods sold that great. David I thought that it he... Was an injury. Yeah, I thought that he went over his neck, uh, went over his upper back and neck a little bit too much. Brandon thinks it was uh, all worked out that way. I thought it was like an RVD type of situation. I, I don't think so. But I, I like Co- uh, Woods's elbow drop from cross the ring. Yeah. Even though he had to take like an extra step when he landed, like Zack Ryder style. Except Zack Ryder was like five feet from the... What are you the... talking about? Zack Ryder fell off the turnbuckle. <laughs> well... Or he slipped cut. off of it. No, I don't think he slipped off. Well, actually, no, he just slipped. Um, but like I said earlier, I'm a fan of Woods being in the spotlight now with E, as opposed to Kofi. And I hope that what you're reading is totally wrong, that they're going to be kept off TV until Kofi's ready to come back. Well, speaking of Zack Ryder... The Major Brothers are no longer a thing at the backstage of SmackDown because the newest signee to Monday Night Raw is Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. He made his big return to Monday Night Raw, and I was like, oh my God, he's going to say there ain't no stopping me now. No. He said that something about big, being big in the locker room, and then Big Show came out, knocked him out. 
which means Big Show is not retired, and, and the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal was not his last match. Who said that it was his last match? I just, I don't know. I think it was just speculation. Yeah. Um, so, welcome to Monday Night Raw, Kurt Hawkins. Any thoughts on that? Very happy. I mean, but on the other hand, I don't see the difference of him on SmackDown on Monday Night Raw as compared to SmackDown. I think he's still going to play the same part that he's playing. Yeah, a lot of the shakeups to me just didn't make sense, but mm -hmm. some of them to me, I guess we'll we'll discuss after more detail. But they just seem like they were switched just for the sake of switching someone. Yeah, where it doesn't really advance the storyline, create a storyline, create character or anything like that. It was just like you know what we don't have that many people that we are comfortable switching. So let's just we're not doing anything with them. So let's just switch them over. Like, I, I don't mind Kurt Hawkins joining Monday Night Raw, but there was really no. really no reason for him. Yeah. I mean, I was more comfortable with him in his, like, minor feud with Mojo and being on the same roster so he could do something with Ryder. Yeah. Or, Well, yeah. we don't really even know Zack Ryder wasn't in the Superstar shakeup. No. Just like the draft. Tamina was not drafted. Nikki Bella was not drafted. Mm -hmm. So, but who knows what's going to take place? Um, next up, you had uh, TJP pick up the victory over Austin Aries with a small package. Um, it was a good match back and forth. I just I don't understand why they need to make Perkins a heel. Well, because he dabs. I mean, Isn't that obvious. Like I'm gonna no. First of all, I I'm gonna boo him regardless. Which is one prowrestlingtees.com/slash marking out. Of him being a face or a heel, I'm going to boo him because he dabs. Not I because not because that. he's a heel, not because he's a face. Me too. I just don't understand why they needed to turn him heel. They, like, they have cruiserweights not being used on the main shows. Yeah, but who do they want to give the payday to? That's like, I don't, just don't, like, Tony Nese is, I mean, he could be a heel that Neville takes under his wing. Well, I think they just wanted a heel turn. I don't know, and man. You can't turn someone that's already heel. So who else is there? I mean, there's tons of other people. Could have even made Tajiri a heel. Where's Tajiri? Where's Grandma mm -hmm. Talik? Why is Grandma Talik and Tony Nese on the, wrestling on like main event and stuff? Not even actual WWE shows that people watch. Mm -hmm. I just don't get it. Me neither, but... Up next, DJP, what? Hold, uh, but after the match, he attacks Austin Aries, and does that mean that he aligns himself with Neville? Well, yeah, is this they, official thing? It seems like it. Yeah, it's Nev. Then he's Neville's advocate. I mean, it was supposed to be Tazara, but Tazawa wanted nothing to do with it. No, that was Brian Kendrick. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Who was Neville trying to get then? Nobody. He was just trying huh. to be the king of the. The king yeah, of the cruiserweights. For some reason, every time I thought about this, I was mixing the two storylines. Well, that changes nothing. Yeah, no. Right. TJP is now Neville's advocate. Yeah, it changes absolutely nothing. Up next, Seth Rollins came out to speak about the superstar shakeup, and then Kurt Angle came out and said that even even though Stephanie McMahon wants him off of Monday Night Raw, Seth Rollins is not going anywhere. And then Samoa Joe came out, tried to attack Seth Rollins, but Samoa Joe did not did not really work out how he was planning on that. 
I actually still, thought he was... Hmm? I was going to say, it's still so weird seeing Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe in the WWE it, ring together. It is, but I was really expecting Seth Rollins to hit Kurt Angle with that insecurity that he did, or whatever kick he did to Samoa Joe. Because there is a part where he him and Kurt was separating them, and Samoa Joe pushed Seth Rollins back. And then Seth Rollins rebound like he right off of that he did performed one of his kicks, and I really expected Kurt Angle to catch that kick to the head. But I think that would have been a cool spot. It's weird how Angle said that before wrestle. Had this been before WrestleMania, he would have a hundred percent been traded to SmackDown. Mm. But like due to him going out there and wrestling with a broken freaking ankle or whatever it was. I just thought that was weird, but... Yeah. Up next, Nia Jax picked up a victory over Charlotte. Talk about what? the bad sweetheart. Let's talk about the bad sweetheart indeed. Um, yeah, there was that gut buster that Nia Jax performed to Flair that they called was a shoulder breaker, but it was actually like a gut buster. Um Which? Where she dropped the knee, her knee, the, the 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 one where Charlotte landed on uh-huh. her face. Yeah, how, they called it a gut buster. Mm-mm. How they was called that? it a shoulder breaker. How was that a gut buster? Well, because she dropped down like Rikishi's she, finisher. No, Rikishi's finisher was a Samoan. Uh, what did they call that? This, but I'm thinking of where she had her up on her shoulder. And she dropped down to her knee. No, Rikishi laid flat. I mean, sat flat for that. Yeah, but she just went to she, her knee. She did a, a shoulder breaker. No, I don't that's think she did a shoulder breaker. That's 100%. That's a shoulder breaker. I don't think she ever the move was the shoulder. That's what it was. Yes, 100%. I don't think so. I disagree then. Maybe I have to watch it again. But as of now, I'm maintaining my stance that that was a gut buster and not a shoulder breaker. But she did hit her with the net. Charlotte did hit the natural selection on her, and Nia Jax kicking out of that. Yeah. And uh, Charlotte also hit Nia Jax uh, in the face with a moonsault to the outside. Mm-hmm. The internet was a buzz about whether or not Charlotte was injured from getting dropped on her neck and getting dropped on her face for that, not being caught for that moonsault. Yeah. But it turns out she was just perfectly fine. Mm hmm. Yeah, um, but as we mentioned, Nia Jax picked up the victory following his moment drop. Next up, you had Finn Balor coming out to take on Jinder Mahal, picking up the victory. Uh, also had in the, the match, internet buzzing. One spot that Jinder Mahal rocked Balor with a forearm smash that just looked brutal. Internet is saying that Finn Balor is concussed. But I don't believe the concussion story. Do you? I don't know. That was a hard elbow. A hard forearm, whatever it was. So Do you think this played a factor with him being switched to SmackDown? No, absolutely not. Uh, No. Mm -hmm. Like who would have pulled that one? Like, oh, you can no longer be on the same. Oh no. I don't know. Just like switch him over. But uh, after the match, Bray Wyatt interrupted and announced that he is now on Monday Night Raw. Mm -hmm. And that the SmackDown Championship, the WWE Championship, is going to be defended on a Raw pay-per-view. 
Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, but this Bray Wyatt part, I am excited about. Because I'm excited to see a feud between Bray Wyatt and Balor. Yeah. I mean, if that's what's going to happen. I would assume so. I mean, he was directly speaking to Balor. Would you not believe that? No, I mean, he was doing... Yeah, he did do that, but... I would assume that this is going to lead into a feud of those two, and I'm definitely a fan of that. And I have higher hopes for the feud as well. But I will definitely say that more when we're on SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Well... Uh, next up, you had earlier in the night you had Kurt Angle talking uh, talking backstage to the Miz, uh, well to Sami Zayn, but then the Miz interfering in this conversation as this is becoming like a little thing where Sami Zayn's having a conversation with Kurt Angle backstage and then someone interferes and then they have a match later on. So that ended up leading to Sami Zayn taking on the Miz and Sami Zayn picks up the victory. Um, I don't. I don't really have anything else to say about this match. Do I you? Just, I just think it's a damn shame that Miz didn't win the WWE Championship on SmackDown again. Mm. But, um, I mean, maybe Bray Wyatt's going to win the championship and bring it over to Raw. Mm. Honestly, I mean, Brock Lesnar's nowhere to be found, so it's possible that they want to push a main title on Monday Night Raw. That you know what. I feel like it's hard to side with Bray Wyatt in this matchup with Randy Orton because of this. But on the other hand, it's WWE, and you really you can never say never. You don't know. As you mentioned, Brock Lesnar is going to be a rare appearance. So maybe. Like he's like, yeah, you don't even have the Universal Champion defending the Universal Championship on the next pay per view because he's nowhere to be found in the company. So you have the WWE Championship defended instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but... And, yeah, I don't know. Next up, you had a backstage segment. Roman Reigns was being interviewed by Michael Cole. And then Braun Strowman interferes this on this interview and just launches a brutal attack on Roman Reigns. Just throwing him over every little thing he could throw him over. He goes as far as to ramming him with, on while he's Roman Reigns is laying on the ground, rams him with uh, one of the uh, uh, what is it, the rolling carts. Um, and as they're carrying him out in a stretcher, he proceeds to continue the attack, pushes him from the stretch while he's uh, wrapped up in that stretcher off of the ramp, uh, which by off the way, of the loading dock. Zack Ryder and Kane did it way better. You could Zack Ryder was actually there for the push. I 100% don't believe Roman Reigns was in that gurney for... No, you, you see, I, I pointed it out to right. you. Right, he's different ways, in different yeah, directions. Yeah, there's one, like, there was a second moment where when he lands, Roman Reigns, I believe, or the dummy, is facing the that don't yellow refer to Roman Reigns as, Don't refer to Roman Reigns as a dummy. Facing that yellow beam that they have, and then when they cut the Braun, uh, Braun, they cut back, and now he's facing away from the uh, yellow beam, still stretched uh, uh, in the stretcher. So, a little bit of camera magic, but still very cool. And in my opinion, I thought it was good. 
Um, and then, yeah. So, yeah, further on down the road on the, that night, they loaded Roman Reigns into an ambulance, and then Braun Strowman, in heavy, thick quotation marks, flipped it. He flipped the ambulance. Yeah. 14,000 pounds, he flipped the ambulance. And I thought that it was awesome. I was a big fan of this segment. I was a big fan of him flipping that ambulance, even though I, we did notice that they had a, a cinder a, a block, a cinder block behind one of the wheels to help with the push. But they may have had a little. I don't bit think. More I don't think it. Braden, I don't Brandon think. Wait, wait. Sort of I don't uh, think it was a cinder block. I think it was just like a a a, a platform to help. Flip yeah, it, it was. It was. It wasn't a cinder block, but it was a block to that once you push it get it to a certain point it just goes but the, dude there's no nobody can lift 14,000 pounds even with the thing over there to help you out there's no dude, possible who knows way if, they, if it was just a, a dude, shell of an ambulance even if it was a shell it would take it down to like 5,000 6,000 pounds there's no you can't lift 5,000 pounds well, he, I think he lifted and pushed, there's and I no think that way. I'm telling you, there's no he he could be a strong man as much as he wants to. Don't be. take this away from me, Brandon. I, 100%, it was real. I'm sorry, it's not. That's not. This was you dope. can't you can't lift an an ambulance. Why are you ruining this? And to people me? were like, oh, news sites reported, oh, Roman Reigns possibly got out at the last second. You see his shoe. Look at his shoe. It's got a, a, a New Balance logo on it. And what Roman Reigns wears boots. He doesn't wear New Balances. Unless in the interview. Not the interview. No, I because in the other scenes. You I, see he was wearing his, his gear. Boots. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I mean, maybe in the pre-tape he was wearing New Balances. But I, likely that was somebody else off camera, like a production person. or in, No, it's probably a production person. To, to close the ambulance because if you notice when he when he goes in the ambulance to beat up Roman Reigns he comes out of the back door goes up to the front door and closes the well the side door closes the side door of the ambulance and then uh, the the back was still wide open but they cut to that shot the back back of the ambulance was closed so, makes you wonder so all in all you can't lift fourteen thousand pounds. Uh, no, you can't, but I don't want you to take this away from me, dude. Why are you doing this? <laughs> I think it was awesome. I think it was I mean, a good spot. It was, it was fun. It was cool. It was cool. I, did lo it just... I love the fact that every single person in the audience, every time Braun would like, it's like, okay, it, he stopped the beat down. It's not happening anymore. And Braun would come running from the camera left or com camera right. And the crowd was, would pop huge. It was like a never-ending horror film or action movie where the guy just won't die, you know? Like actually, now that you say that, it reminded me of Sting and Vampiro. I don't know what, what pay-per-view that was. Just that match alone was like the wildest match. So weird. Like, I just thought it was funny because it was just like, all right, everything's calming down. Oh, here comes Braun again. He does this. Okay, he left. Everything's okay. Oh, Braun Strowman's back. And I, I just thought it was really comedic. Yeah. But it was also very entertaining. Up next match, uh, Cesaro and Sheamus teaming up with the Hardy Boys to defeat the club and the Shining Stars. Before the match even started, the Drifter came out and appeared, which was weird. But um, 
I thought maybe we'd yeah. see the Drifter also on SmackDown, but that didn't happen. That would have been interesting because I mean, he being is, a Drifter and everything. Yeah, he, he is the Drifter. But it was just not... I I was lost with this because they showed him mid-Hardy Boy entrance or while they were doing the entrance and where it was just like the wrestlers in the ring didn't pay attention to it. You could see Jeff look at up at the ramp and that was it like you didn't hear anything else of it no i don't think there was a backstage fallout of him no he he just it just looked like he was confused well actually i don't know i just assume that there wasn't i don't i didn't see one that could have been but yeah it was just weird for me but the match was fun michael cole called the poetry in motion wrong i just want to say that yeah no he definitely did <laughs> I was like, when they did it, I was like, did they like change it from the time we last saw it? Because that was a sw- like a, a swanton, basically. It was a diving yeah. senton to the outside. Flipping swan- swanton, whatever. Yeah. But up next, backstage, Emma tried to convince Dana Brooke to come back with her. Basically be her lackey again and Dana well, Brooke. Not even trying to convince her. Well, right. She was, she was like just... making her. Yeah, she was like really degrading her, treating her as if she was her lackey still. And Dana Brooks standing up for herself. Which but, and I got just no say what you're gonna say. I was gonna say I did like that she said like I may not be the best or whatever, and but I am improving. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm improving maybe a itsy bitsy tiny tiny weeny bit. It still made Dana Brooke look stupid because. Because that's what she's known for. She just always, like, why would you, how many times do you need to go back to Charlotte with that? Mm-hmm. What, are the, what a flop of a character. Well, what was her character? I still can't believe she's facing now or in general. I can't believe that. But after this segment, uh, Bailey came out to the ring, Sasha came out, and just as Sasha was going to challenge. Bailey for the women's championship. Alexa Bliss interrupted, um, which I'm definitely going to miss Alexa Bliss on SmackDown, but she could definitely do big things on Raw. I agree. And I, Mick, yeah, Mickey I James. Agree with you. Mickey James also came out, which sucks that she went to Monday Night Raw. I think SmackDown needed her way more than than Monday Night Raw does. Um, and but then, on the other hand, I'm happy to see feuds carry over. But like, no, I don't, you don't, no, I, no, I'm, no. But Nia Jax came out after that and she attacked Mickie James and then got into the ring and Alexa Bliss pushed uh, Sasha Banks into Jax and then Jax took care of both Bailey and Sasha. Yeah, then she had a little stare down with Alexa Bliss and that was, that was it. Which maybe they're going to team them up together. Would be interesting. Unnecessary, though. Unnecessary. Next up, you had the main event. Dean Ambrose picked up the victory over Kevin Owens uh, with the Dirty Deeds. And then, yeah, anything to talk about with this actual match? I was just thinking the other day how great Raw was without Dean Ambrose. Mm -hmm. Like, I just want Dean Ambrose to go away for a few months and then come back. Because it seems like it's just the same match over and over again with him. To be honest, this match, I fell out of completely, 100%. And I don't, I don't think there was a reason for Kevin Owens to lose this. It, that, to me, didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. 
Wouldn't it make more sense for him to have won and then Chris Jericho comes out and hits Kevin Owens with the code breaker? I disagree with that because I think it's important to have Ke- uh, Dean Ambrose win on his Raw return. Well, well, but why? Nobody else did. Miz, Miz lost. That's true, but you can't. I, if you do that, then I, I wouldn't expect them to do two of them. Plenty of other people lost on their debuts. Nah. But, yeah, then as you made mention, Chris uh, Jericho attacked him after. Yeah. Um, switching over to SmackDown. Uh, one continuously long thing. Kevin Owens opening up SmackDown to, real, to reveal that he was moved to SmackDown. Yeah, and Shave, uh, clean shaved, shaved his beard. beard. Shaving, yeah. Crazy. Rumor has it JBL did that as a as a little uh, welcoming gift. Rumor has it that was a terrible joke. Uh, well, it wasn't a joke, just a rumor. I don't think... Are you joking? No, no, it's a rumor. Right. So Baron Corbin came out and spoke about how Kevin Owens Wait, can't speak, Hold on. Before you even make mention, because we never really spoke about this, the JBL stuff. I just don't know enough about it to speak about it, I guess. Um, I mean, you have Justin Roberts going out there publicly and really talk, talking about JBL and what he can, how he conducts himself backstage. Uh, uh, so they say being a bully and everything like that. You have John Morrison speaking up. Yeah. Um, who else? I don't bunch know. Of, bunch of other wrestlers speaking up about this. But, and JBL kind of ignoring it. More, oh, based around Moro. Whatever, Renalo. Yeah. Uh, him being released, apparently. Um, I don't know, really, even if he is a bully or whatever, isn't that what ribbing is? Don't ribs like play in the wrestling world, aren't they? Uh, I don't know if ribs are necessarily to the I mean, extent you, of bullying. Well, when you think about it, ribbing outside of Owen Hart, like a lot but of these stealing. Ribs, well, I mean, yeah, it, well, in that sense, where if somebody does something to somebody else's bag, yeah. But at that point, is that that's bullying? That's not really a rib. Of, yeah, no, I agree with you that originally it's bullying and stuff, but I always thought like these were just normal ribs that people uh, conduct themselves. But uh, no action from WWE so far. It will be something to follow, though. It should be interesting. Uh, but hopefully everyone gets what should happen, you know? Not going to wish anybody gets fired, but... Hopefully more information at some point is let out on this. But if it isn't, I could care less too, you know? So Baron Corbin comes out, whatever. Kevin Owens can't beat, can't beat him, he says. Which I still think Baron Corbin should have won the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. Agree. Sami Zayn came out. And if not, he should have won it the day after when he defeated Ambrose. Yep. Sami Zayn came out, which is just super disappointing. Like, I disagree. Honestly, no. Why is it super I'm disappointing? Done. I'm done with seeing Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn again on television. It's always. Yes, it's I the just, fallback. It's, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't with... mind it if it's just not so often, but it's been such a thing that's that's so often. I'm sorry. I think that this is a great move for Sami Zayn to come to SmackDown. No, no. First of all, I thought Sami Zayn should have been on SmackDown. 
Which is why I somewhat think maybe... No, because that wouldn't even make sense. For, like, Chris Jericho to beat Kevin Owens, maybe. And then Kevin Owens goes back to Monday Night Raw. And then Jericho's the U.S. champion on SmackDown. Huh? Because the match, it's not... Which I, I, I just... I don't... The, the, the match for the, U, the U.S. championship is for is for the championship and whoever wins at the pay-per-view is on SmackDown. So if Chris Jericho wins on the pay-per-view, he's on SmackDown. And Kevin Owens will be on Raw. Oh, is that the stipulation? Yeah, which makes no sense because it's like you're doing you're doing this on Raw. Like why is the WWE Championship being defended on Monday Night Raw's pay-per-view instead of SmackDown's pay-per-view? Where whoever wins that will go just be on Raw, regardless, which is too Well, I think it's just to get it done quicker. Which actually, no, not, no. No, if if Randy Orton wins, he's going to stay on SmackDown. If mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt wins, he goes to Raw. Yeah. So, I don't know mm-hmm. why it's, like... It's as if that was already a pre-existing match for the Raw pay-per-view, which it wasn't. They didn't announce which pay-per-view it was, but you'd assume the House of Horror match was going to be on Backlash. Well, they they, they announced it for payback. Right, a, they uh, announced week, it on, on Monday. Was it Monday? I thought they let announced it last week that it was for payback. It wouldn't make sense for them to say it was on Monday Night Raw, because Bray Wyatt wasn't on Monday Night Raw until Monday. <sighs> Hmm. It would make no sense for that match to have taken place at Payback. They, when they originally announced it, I swore they said Backlash. They didn't say anything. They just said, uh, I'm going to get my rematch for the WWE Championship in a House of Horrors match. Uh-huh. Monday Night Raw comes around. Bray Wyatt's drafted to or sent to, to Monday Night Raw. All of a sudden, the match is happening at Payback. So why do those rules apply and then the U.S. championship rules don't apply? Like, shouldn't the U.S. championship be defended on the SmackDown pay-per-view? Yeah. None of that makes sense. The U.S. championship should be defended on the... But that's already a pre-existing thing, so maybe it's just going to be... Wait, wait, who is is Owens facing? Jericho. (sighs) Hmm. Okay. But now... I mean, after that, AJ Styles came out, came out, and then Daniel Bryan set up the main event for the evening to for number one contendership after Jericho or Kevin Owens. Yeah. So it's like we could be potentially be seeing. Well, I don't want to jump. Should I just say it? I don't know. I, should, I don't want to really jump to the main event yet. Go for it. We could jump to the I main mean, event. We're gonna or, either or we're gonna either see AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho or AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens for the U.S. Championship. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. So, I just don't... I don't get it. Yeah. But after that opening segment, Randy Orton defeated Eric Rowan, which was just so annoying. I hate the fact that you show that Eric Rowan is beatable. I mean, yeah, he didn't win... uh, He didn't lose by pain or submission. He lost to The Rock in six seconds. Yes, but now that you brought him back, you could kind of redo him and whatever. But even still, you have Randy Orton going over him most of the match. It's like, it just seems like something that always happens, too, where Eric Rowan just always loses. I'm happy that Bray Wyatt interrupted this match with the video, but 
I mean, there was no sign of Luke Harper, so maybe they're going to reform the the tag team with Harper and Rowan, even though they had differences last week. And I hope not because they are. I think they could both do fine in singles. It just none of that makes sense to me. I think that they're really going to ruin stuff with Rowan. Rowan, the video appeared. Then Rowan took the steel steps to yeah. Randy Orton like, and rocked him with what, that full Nelson slam. Like, why couldn't Rowan just like have been disappeared? Yeah, I don't understand it. We said that last week. It was the same exact thing. There was no reason for Rowan to pick up that loss last week. No, or this week. What, yeah. what, what is the WWE Championship? What does Randy Orton need a victory for? Well, this week I'm okay with the loss because it was after he hit him with the steps and then hit him with the finisher. I don't know. So I'm okay with that more than last week. At least this week he hit his move, his finisher on him. But I still don't like the fact that you're showing us that throughout the match that Randy Orton can get the advantage on him. And I want to be thought I wanted to think that this guy's a monster, a powerhouse that can't be phased, kind of like a Braun Strowman can't be phased. But you just showed me that Randy Orton phases him. Yeah. Well. Next up you had Usos defending their titles against American Alpha. Um yeah, there's a few cool spots of this, like uh, the armbar that they got chemistry. This match was good. They eh? just the storylines. I don't know what they're doing. SmackDown's tag team division is awful. I, I mean, they got say it. Yeah, they have chemistry, but I wasn't like glued to the TV during this. I don't know. I I thought this was a really good match. I mean, um, I did. I like the part where he had him in that armbar. Oh, Gable had him on an armbar, and then one of the other Usos hit him with a super kick to the face while he was hanging upside down. Um, and then you have that the, what? Not the Steiner driver. Uh, what yeah, was the move? That's the. That's what it is. The. the bulldog. Not the Steiner driver. The it was the bulldog. Yeah. What was the move? I don't know what, what they it? called it. The Steiner. Something. Everything was Steiner. Steiner wasn't it, wasn't it Steiner driver? No, Steiner driver is that screwdriver that he did. It was a it was a Steiner clothesline, I think. It wasn't a clothesline. It was a a bulldog. Oh, no. Steiner bulldog. Are, I don't know. Are you not Are you not going to look up the Steiner brothers right now? No, I am. It's uh, let's see, in wrestling, it was the Steinerizer. The Steiner Iser? Yeah, or the Manhattan Bulldog. Scotty right. lifts the opponent up and Rick performs the aided Bulldog. All right. The Steiner Iser. There you go, the Steiner Iser. Um, yeah, so after the match, super annoying again, the Shining Stars come to SmackDown. Like, I, I like um, them, but unless you're having Carlito come out there to be like a driving force or something... They're not what the division needs. I think SmackDown needed Enzo and Cass, and I think they also needed New Day. But I mean, good, they got New Day. Yeah, I'm, you know what? I I am fine with the Shining Stars going over there because it's opportunity. I'm not going to go sour on Shining Stars being over there. You're probably more of a fan of them than myself, and I'm okay with them going over there to assist the tag team division. I think they can. Uh, help 
be a part of the tag team division, be a part of it. They're not going to build it up or anything like that, but they could definitely help in the rebuilding. I thought like and even before as you the, the New Day was announced after this uh, at some point that they were going to be coming to uh, SmackDown, which gives them that boost that they do need, that end zone cast I am okay with staying over on Raw because they got New Day. Uh, it's just, I, I mean, before they even had this whole superstar shakeup thing, I thought with the rumblings of Matt and Jeff Hardy returning to WWE, that the Hardy boys should have returned on SmackDown. And, uh, I mean, that wasn't the case because I really thought Smack SmackDown does need a whole reboot for their tag team division. I don't think that the, I think the Hardy boys, I would have rather them stayed as they did to Monday Night Raw. They did stay to Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that's what I just said. But I'm saying, like, before they even returned to WWE, I thought for sure they should oh. have gone to SmackDown. Gotcha. So, but, and I'm also, I thought the, I thought the Ascension could have gone to Monday Night Raw to be, like, a dominant team, but now with, with uh, them getting not, I mean, with them getting New Day and not many heel tag teams there. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you got... Shining Stars, you got Ascension. There's, there's like, realistically, there's you like got six, Usos. seven, or eight tag teams there. But you have three heels right there I just listed to you. Yeah, right. Who else? Who'd you list? You had, you said Shining Stars, Usos. And then Ascension. Right. So if they need, I think they still need those heels. There's also Brazongo, which plays both. Yeah, Brazongo. times. So. But I, I think New Day is a fine move to, to help them give that boost. Right. I don't think, I'm not disagreeing with that. I just think that Enzo and Cass could have also been that boost that they need. Where I Enzo think, and Cass I could have gone you, over you, there and they could have defeated the Usos to finally become tag team champions. That would I have been... Would, I disagree with you. I think that they're fine on staying with Monday Night Raw. And if you took them away from there, I feel like then you would really be depleting Monday Night Raw because, yeah, you do have the Hardy Boys but you would be taking away their biggest things being Enzo and Cass and New Day. Well, both, no, because now... The, two I mean, of the now, biggest crowd favorites. Well, now, automatically, their biggest thing for the tag team division are the champions, that being the Hardy Boys. Yeah. So... But how long are they going to be a tag team for? I don't see them going anywhere. More chance of them not being together than there is of New Day or Enzo and Cass. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's also there's Cesaro and Sheamus. There's the revival now. Mm-hmm. You also, I mean, somewhere on the Raw roster, you have the Golden Truth still. I I don't know. I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, next up, you, you had Mojo. Like, club also. What's that? The club is there now. Yeah. Also, Heath Slater and Rhino. So it's like you need. I think they could have benefited from having a face team go to SmackDown and another heel team like the Ascension coming to Raw. I just don't... You could get put over another tag team, but I would not move uh, Enzo and Cass. Well. But, uh, next up, you had Mojo. Big up the victory over Jinder Mahal. Uh, Jinder Mahal coming over. And Gronk in the, in the cage, in the crowd again. Yeah, Gronk tossed his drink at Jinder Mahal, and Gronk did not get kicked out. Why does this guy keep getting? Yeah, I mean, if that security things? guard from WrestleMania was there, you you bet he would have gotten kicked out. Yeah, it sucks, but. man. For for one 
for one night, Jinder Mahal and Heath Slater are on the same roster together. Uh, and then Jinder Mahal got traded to SmackDown. Yeah. But up next after that, Shane O'Mac came out to speak about the women's division of SmackDown. He had Naomi come out, Natalia, Carmella, and Becky Lynch also. Uh, and then he built up a second-generation superstar coming to SmackDown who turned out to be Tamina. Which fans Is she second-generation? Yeah, Jimmy Snuka. Are you kidding me? Okay. No, I, 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 she's been off TV for so long I forgot if that was her dad or uncle. Oh. I, I actually didn't remember because it's been so long. Yeah, so that came, she came out to zero crowd reaction. Oh, totally. Everyone was kind of bummed that it wasn't Charlotte. And see. then they announced, he also announced Charlotte will be moving to SmackDown, which I thought was such a shame because it's just like the, the thing with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, the thought of having Charlotte Flair versus Natalia again. I just hope that they both stay heels forever. And never and face I'm, each other ever again. And I'm the opposite way because I'm so happy that Charlotte went over to SmackDown because it's so totally – it changes that because now we can get Becky versus Charlotte and a few others that we haven't seen in a while. And, and just I was, was going to say I also thought it was a shame that Becky Lynch was the one to stay on SmackDown and not go to Monday Night Raw. I'm fine with it being uh, Alexa Bliss though. No, no. Mickey James should have been on SmackDown still, and and Becky Lynch should have gone to Monday Night Raw. I'm I don't I can't see you taking <laughs> Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss off of SmackDown though, and I can't see Becky, Sasha, and Bailey being on the same roster without Charlotte. Why they just had Becky, Sasha, and I mean Bailey, Sasha, and Charlotte on the same roster without Becky. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Eh, my thought is fly. Whatever. So, what can you do? Do we? But I even mean, still, I, I, even still, I don't. I wouldn't want to send Bliss and Becky over to Raw because their chemistry is so great together. Or yeah, five star matches all the way. Well, I mean, you're being sarcastic, but I wasn't. No. Up next, Ty Dillinger defeated Aiden English, which I thought was awesome. That Aiden English is back to his original gimmick from NXT. The Artiste, or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I was into it back then, and I'm happy to see this happening again. I agree with you. I thought that it was a lot of fun to see him do this gimmick. But it was interrupted by Ty Dillinger. Which... In regards to him interrupting it, I hate that they removed the ten, the, the original first ten from the from the start of the theme song. They did. Yeah, it just goes right into the guitar portion, and then eventually says ten. Oh, I think it's more impactful for a guy like for like, like for a guy like Dillinger to have that ten. It's like that's like the first huge pop thing. I don't know. I'm fine either way. I'm I'm definitely a Dillinger mark. Uh, after everything. Um, I mean, that snapmare right after hitting that cartwheel, very Damien Sandow-ish, but I love it. Yeah. Um, Dillinger, of course, picking up the victory over English. Next up, you had Dolph Ziggler in the ring, cutting a promo about sticking around SmackDown. It's really about himself. Yeah. Uh, uh, which uh, you had to assume, with Miz going to Monday Night Raw, you had to assume Nakamura was going to come out during this. 
I did not. Yeah, how did you not? I don't know why you would expect Nakamura to come out there Dude, in this. I mean, outside of outside of the fact that they put on no, they when did they do the dark match after SmackDown last week? Last week. Okay, I, I don't know why the I would only not, person would have been Nakamura. I well, that's I would have never thought that Nakamura would come out during Ziggler. Uh, out if I if I remember that they had that dark match, I would have. But if that, but as I didn't remember that, I would have never. I didn't expect it. Yeah. Well, I was. That literally was the only thing I thought. Yeah. Not. Not I. And, but uh, they I'm just, very happy it did happen. They spoke, and Ziggler left. Yeah, it was more of a "Who are you?" and then Shinsuke said his name, and the crowd loved it. Yeah. Crowd totally loved it. Uh, and then after that, we have the main event, AJ Styles defeating Baron Corbin, uh, defeating Sami Zayn for the number one contendership. Yeah. Um, this match, back and forth, 450 from AJ, what ended up with the forearm to Sami Zayn that cost the match, gave oh, him the match. I, I don't know. For some reason, I just I couldn't get into it. Me neither. Same thing with the SmackDown main event as the Raw main event. Just lack of interest. Really didn't care. I mean, I don't. Really I wouldn't say. I, I wouldn't care. say I don't care. I just, I just couldn't get into it for some reason. I okay. I care for the ending to know who is number one contender. But outside of that, I really, I didn't care. I thought for sure Sami Zayn was going to be the person to win. Which at that point, I'd be like, oh, I hope Chris Jericho wins the championship. Uh huh. But. Hmm. So that was SmackDown. Let's move on to the Superstar Shake-Up. Yeah. Um, all right. So you want to talk about... Who, I guess who, let's talk who about, did we say we thought were going to go to the brands? Well, that's going to be a long list. I'll, I'll say who we picked correctly, though. How's that? Um, I Overall, I successfully picked three of them. You successfully picked one. One? One. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, when you're giving me people like Sin Cara. Well, you picked, uh, we both picked Sami Zayn going to SmackDown. And then I picked Charlotte going to SmackDown and Kalisto going to Raw. And you only picked Sami Zayn. Who else did I pick <laughs> then? Uh, all right, I'll go down. You picked Breezango to Raw, Ascension to Raw, No Way Jose to Raw, and Aiden English to Raw. And then you pick New Day. Oh, New Day, we got both got correct. New Day, we both got correct. And so Cass, we both said <laughs> to SmackDown. You said Summer Rae to SmackDown. Uh, Liv Morgan to SmackDown. Roman Reigns to... Oh, SmackDown was I me. I did not say... No, no, I did. I did. Uh, Emma and Sasha Banks, you said to SmackDown, though. Oh. So, it was uh, four. One, two, three. Yep, four to two. So who actually went to the brands? Who goes to Monday Night Raw? Who goes to SmackDown? Well, let's cover Monday Night Raw first. Um, the wrestlers going. It was Miz and Maurice, Dean Ambrose, Kurt Hawkins, Apollo Crews, Bray Wyatt, Kalisto, Slater, and Rhino. Um, then you also had Mickey James, Alexa Bliss, David Otunga, and Booker T. Well, but Booker I guess T Booker T is just not, filling in, right? Yeah, he's not from SmackDown. Okay, um, so Otonga. 
All right, so let's analyze Monday Night Raw quickly. I am a-okay with okay, – uh, the thing is, I don't like the fact that Miz went over, but I'm okay with it. I don't like it because I was really into their portrayal of John Cena and Nikki Bella. And I, now that's going to be a complete wash. Unless I, – I don't understand. Are they going to keep up with this gimmick? It seems like it, like they've been doing that. So I don't know. I, I, and I would I would be okay if they maintained this gimmick. It's very funny. It's kind of like Dami I keep on saying this, but Damien Sandow-ish. But with, John Yeah, and Maurice is funny <laughs> as well. Uh Dean Ambrose, you're not a fan of this, right? That no. There was no reason to to move Dean Ambrose to Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I didn't understand the move of Dean Ambrose, especially because I wanted him to finish his feud with Corbin. He it, just, yeah, it just that makes just no. Just lost to Darren Cor- uh, Baron Corbin in that Street Fighter, or whatever. It just that's super annoying. That I I just don't understand the leaping off of that, and like Hawkins, I'm cool with it. It's different. Hopefully, he just gets TV time. Cruz, Kalisto. It's like Apollo Cruz. They built up again, even in the in the video package, like. Whoa, my God, this great talent to Raw. But it's like, what the hell did you do with him when you debuted him a year ago on SmackDown? You did the same thing, and then all of a sudden he disappeared. Mm-hmm. He disappeared. Yeah. What's Kalisto going to do? I don't want to see Kalisto join 205 Live. That's 100% not what I want to see at all. No. So what's he going to do? Is he going to face uh, Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental Championship? How that, doesn't, that, that won't make sense. Was he going to challenge Braun Strowman to a match? Or get fed to Braun Strowman realistically? I can see that being a feud. Like That's a David, also... David versus Goliath. Hello, isn't, like that also, versus, isn't that also an unfinished feud? Is that not also an unfinished feud? What? Was it Braun Strowman versus Kalisto a thing? That just like disappeared? I don't, I, that I don't remember. Let's see. Braun Strowman, Kalisto... Maybe it wasn't. Why do I remember it being a thing? Braun Strowman launches Kalisto in the Royal Rumble 2017. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe. Slater Rhino. That um, Interesting. Interesting move to the tag team division. It's like take it or leave it. I was more satisfied with Heath Slater being on SmackDown because I saw Heath Slater being like a captain down there with the tag I don't know team about division. Captain, well, well, I, I mean, think like cuz I think I, I saw Slater and Rhino doing things promos similar to Enzo and Cass, uh Cass with uh crowd favorability. Yeah, and people they were over and then all of a sudden again because the tag team division had terrible writing to it, they just stopped being used. Yeah. Mickey James, I I think it's I'd rather stupid. her be on SmackDown, but I could care less. You you I don't she's Huh? You couldn't care less. I couldn't care less. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I don't think she's going to make a difference one way or another. I now, think SmackDown. Difference... I think SmackDown needed her and her experience on on that brand rather than. Well, you already have the experience of Natalia over there. Yeah, but you have. I don't know who's on Raw. Nobody's on Raw, is there? Experience, like no, no veterans. Yeah, you're right. Um, but nobody, I guess, in that sense, was on Raw with experience. 
No, so I mean, for that sake, I could see it bringing over a veteran. Um, plus, I I wouldn't mind seeing like her and Sasha Banks and stuff like that. Yeah, I I don't mind that, but I mean, but then this next one, Alexa Bliss, I think is awesome over there. I agree I'm, with you. I'm really excited to see what she's gonna put on with her attitude and. Uh, realistically, what else could have we seen with Alexa Bliss over on SmackDown? We saw her really feud with everyone yeah. and do everything over there. Same thing with Charlotte going over to SmackDown, which we'll talk about after. Uh, David O'Tugger is just a watch for me. No, no, do you, are you a fan? I, of have, I, don't, I don't understand why they needed to switch Byron and Otonga. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. I don't, I don't care about it, but... I don't care where Byron Saxon is, but Otunga is just not good on commentary. Well, there goes Zack Ryder's and Otunga's feud. Yeah. <laughs> but again, once again, Zack Ryder went on... He was not included in the Superstar Shakeup, so... He was uh, not on the roster page for that. He's currently not on the roster. Even though he he, he's a SmackDown Superstar. Yeah. And... um. All right, so now to SmackDown. You want to read off the SmackDown people? No, you could. I don't have a whole compiled list in front of me like that. Hmm, interesting. I was not expecting you to say that, so now let me just... <laughs> I had it all in my scrape. notes. What are you talking about? Let me just finish this grape and... Oh, all right. We had Kevin Owens to SmackDown. We had Sami Zayn to SmackDown. We had Jinder Mahal to SmackDown. We had The Shining Stars and New Day to SmackDown. We had Carm, uh, Charlotte and Tamina to SmackDown. Sin Cara to SmackDown. Rusev and Lana, even though they announced them separately, which makes me believe that Lana will now be wrestling. I agree with you. I think that from that uh, vignette that they did of Lana, I could only imagine that she's going to be her own entity now, which I'm a, I, I am intrigued with. I'm, I'm a fan of it. Which we'll see. We'll see what happens when Rusev returns from shoulder surgery or what happens with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think at any point was Rusev featured in her video. No, it was it's just her dancing. Her dancing. Yeah, yeah, there was no Rusev, so even more so why she would be separate. Um, but I am a fan of Kevin Owens going to SmackDown. I like. I, I would have been more of a Actually, fan if if one or the the other were not there. I I would have been okay with Kevin Owens staying on Monday Night Raw too. Sami Zayn, I'm very happy with going to SmackDown though. Like Zayn should have 100 percent gone to SmackDown. Yeah, KO. Kevin Owens, I'm no, okay with if he stayed on Raw, but Zayn definitely. Shining Stars, we spoke about already. Uh, Mahal, it stinks that we won't be seeing him and Slater together. Because that right there would have boosted the tag team division. Yeah, but he's Here already with like Rhino. With Rhino. But and they're trying to build up Jinder Mahal as a singles character. He's got the best physique in WWE, according to himself. Yeah. Um, Tamina, interesting. It just I already had thought she was on SmackDown. Apparently she went undrafted. Uh, uh, very up, interesting, already... though, because it gives SmackDown their own powerhouse as compared to raw having nia Jax, but it's like i mean even so tamita was never like she's what is she gonna do at this point no she like, she she's not she became out. i think last we saw we she, she was like a lackey and stuff to aj right uh no she or, was, um, that was a long time ago she was in team bad bro oh yeah with banks and well she might as well have been a lackey for sasha banks with that yeah 
But Charlotte over there is I I love that too. Sincaro, interesting, but at least he's not with Kalisto. But like what? He joined the cruiserweight division and then never like we haven't seen him since that. Maybe this is the start of him on two oh five live. You don't think? No. I mean, Especially since the 205 night, Live right? matches are on Monday Night Raw. But they filmed 205 Live after Raw, uh, SmackDown, right? Which makes no sense for me. I don't I don't get... Yeah, but... Uh, Rusev, interesting. I, I don't mind... It, it won't make an impact until he returns. Like, I, I won't have any sort of Exactly. He's, for until. now, he's on the DL. Like, right now, he has a short haircut and everything. Like, why was he one of the people that were included, but Ryder wasn't? I don't, I yeah. don't believe Ryder was in that, in that graphic. In that graphic? What do you mean? When they showed everybody on SmackDown and Raw, like, who could get drafted or, mm-hmm. sh- or shaken up or whatever you want to say. I don't think he was included. Just like Tamina wasn't included. Hmm. Like, why should she? Just like Summer Rae wasn't included. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the shakeup. Um, all right, let's talk about NXT this week. Aleister Black made his NXT uh, debut, NXT TV debut, uh, picking up a victory over Corey Hollis. Aleister Black rocking him with that kick. That I thought that was sick. What did you think? Yeah, it was good. It was a good match. Good debut for him on NXT. And I continue to love the fact that he does that his he does that sit down pose from his entrance where he does over the top rope and just lands right in that sitting position. Yeah. Very silent too. I love it. It's like letting his actions in the ring speak louder than his words, and it's perfect. Um you had DIY defeat Dylan Miley and Michael Blaze. Was um did we've seen Michael Blaze before, right? He looked familiar. I think he was one of the guys that faced off against Strowman. Maybe he looked familiar, but Dylan Miley. This is the. I'm actually really excited to finally see Dylan Miley because he's this guy that we've heard about for a long time. Uh, whether it's NXT fellow NXT wrestlers on Twitter being like, "Oh yeah, biggest biggest hands" and stuff like that. And just kind of him being a, a mystery to a point. And now we finally get our first glimpse at him in the ring. And I wasn't disappointed at all. Yeah, this I, thought, guy I was very I was very impressed with that. Yeah, he's a powerhouse. And I'm His, excited I, the, to see the what moves, happens. The moves that he was doing were just, they were incredible. I mean, I like the fact that he came in against one of the most popular tag teams on NXT. Really a no-name. And left with a name. Yeah. And then, and then and then he attacked his tag team partner after the match, and then later on apologized for doing so. Which I'm confused at. I'm I don't know what route they're going to go with, whether or not like he has a like stra- uh, snapping streak. But um, let's see what happens. You know, I'm just happy that we finally got a glimpse. So it, he did. He was one of the three people that did face off against Braun Strowman back in February. Gotcha. And that's when people were also chanting Broken Rollins to him then, too. Oh. And then they did it again on, on NXT. But yeah. he was actually trained by Tyson Kidd. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So. 
Um, also on NXT, you saw Ruby Riot taking on Kimberly. Um, yeah, Nikki Cross making her presence felt during this match as well. Yeah, so we're gonna see the continuation of of Nikki Cross versus Ruby Riot. Yeah, and um, then the one that everybody was waiting for, we saw Oni Lorkin after his big two hundred five live debut back in NXT, losing to Drew McIntyre. And the crowd, huge support for Drew McIntyre. The welcome back chance. Thoughts on his theme song? I wish there. I now that I got to hear it a lot better. I think I like the intro part. Agreed. With the bagpipes. I wish it was like a remix theme of that with Broken Dreams. Because hmm. I, I was such a fan of that theme song. Yeah. So. Interesting. But everything can change once he's on, on the main roster. I mean, everything could change next week. That, Adam Rose yeah. Adam Rose had the theme song once, and then they had like they didn't realize it was going to be such a hit. Yeah. They had to go and get it. To, to so they could like own the theme song they made their own. Mm-hmm. So, but that's but that's WWE. Good, good match. Did you see Lorkin bleeding from the head? I don't remember. He he had a nice gash on his forehead when Drew McIntyre. Um, there's this one moment where Oni Larkin was rocking Drew McIntyre with these open palm slaps to the face and the neck that just looked really stiff. And then McIntyre pushed him into the ropes, and when he rebounded back, he rocked him with an uh, elbow. Oh, an elbow? Yeah, he elbowed him, and he must have hit him right above the right eyebrow. Right away, he started, Oni Larkin started with a bleed. And then, of course, right after that, Drew McIntyre does the uh, Alabama slam, or uh, whatever he, the he did. The rebound one? Yeah, he did that move. Where he's having Orly Larkin hang upside down, so of course more blood is going to come out. By the end of it, Orly Larkin had a nice uh, red mask going. What? Why do I not remember this? All right, maybe it wasn't a red mask, but he had a nice, really nice gash going. Yeah, I, I, just, I, even, I watched it yesterday too. I don't remember. Yeah, if I I may have, I don't even know if I noticed it until the very end when Erica mentioned it, like. I thought I saw it, but I didn't know. But then she was just like, he's bleeding. And then I had to fast uh, rewind up until trying to find the spot. And it was right when he caught him with an elbow. You could see the the blood start to come out right after that spot. You're like, oh, he had such a great crimson mask. Well, maybe maybe it was just like a little little tiny like dab of blood. Yeah, maybe maybe you know it may have just been a little a little scratch. It's like maybe it was just pasta sauce around his mouth. Maybe I don't know. You know, you never know. Could have been ketchup from a hot dog he had in catering. Don't know. Don't know for sure. Yeah, a lot of people but, get a lot of people get yelled at for that though. Yeah. So if you're gonna have some ketchup on your hot dog, make sure you wipe your mouth. <laughs> no, not just in general for having <laughs> ketchup on the hot dog. Huh. Because it should really? oh, only should have mustard on the hot dog. I do both. I do ketchup. I'm a ketchup on the hot dog guy. I used to be straight up ketchup, but I do both mustard and ketchup now. Just like sometimes I fork and knife a pizza. Sometimes the pizza's not, not durable enough to actually pick up and eat with your hands. Yeah. I remember I got yelled at last year for that. And they were like, how could you be from New York and you're eating pizza with a knife and fork? I was like, 
How are you going to put... How are you going to pick up this pizza? It's like soaking wet through the bottom. Like a specialty pie. Not, not like a New York slice of pizza. That's, of course, you fold it in half and eat it. I... I... I'm prone to using a fork and knife on a slice. On a normal slice? Uh, it depends. What are you, a six-year-old child? You get, what are you no, kidding me? It depends on how, how soggy it is. If you pick it up... If you pick up the piece is, of pizza... It, if it's a single slice of New York City-style pizza, you eat it regardless, which is now 3prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out. Prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out. If it's a chicken parm slice or something like that, or a ziti slice, I will definitely use a fork and knife. What's I mean, that's a little different. Regular slice, usually I'll just go with my hands and douse it with garlic. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's all the pizza talk here on Mark and Al, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Uh, moving back to NXT really quick, WWE.com posted a list of the top 10 NXT best signees ever. Uh, I'm going to list them off to you. You tell me if you agree or not. Uh, number 10 is Hideo Itami. Number, Interesting that he's, a, he's at number 10. Number 9, would you think he's like up higher? or? Yeah, I, I would expect him up higher considering that they did that entire introduction for him. Uh, like num- they had the press conference. Yes, that's true. Number nine is Cassius Ono. Number eight, you got Drew McIntyre. Seven is Austin Aries. Six, you have Bobby Roode. Number five is Samoa Joe. Number four is Kevin Owens. Number three is Asuka. Number two, and number one. What is your take on the list so far? I don't think I think Hideo Itami, because you did that press conference and everything like that, he should be higher on the list. I guess maybe because he hasn't been used in years. That's the only reason why I could think, and maybe because American audiences aren't as familiar as, with him before they signed to NXT as uh, Drew McIntyre or Bobby Roode. Um. Hmm. Asuka's pretty high up there, but... I mean, she's the longest-reigning champion currently. Yeah, so of course you want to hype her up. All right, what's your take on it? I think, I mean, it. it's for the most part, I guess it's fitting. Well, I, I just, they, I can't think of their better other... lists. What? One of their better lists that they put together. It's just like how many, but who other, who else are were there big signings to NXT? Um, like obviously, I mean number two, you can guess who it was. Um, well, uh, Ballard Nakamura. Yes, that's number two, and then one. So, so as uh, far as like who, like I mean Cesaro, but Cesaro was really FCW. Mm-hmm. Um, who else went to NXT first? Hmm. I think that's really it for like the big name signees. Hmm. So I, I think the list is pretty accurate. I nobody else I went. Know. Nobody else went from like the indies, like a big major. Gargano and Champa, uh, Champa. But were are they bigger than? I don't know. Maybe it's like they're always they're also still on that the that, that roster. 
so is Cassius Ono, a few others. I mean, Cassius Ono, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Roode, and Asuka, and uh, Atami, too. What about so Eric five. Young? I guess you, maybe. Eric maybe. Young should have been up there. I mean, he hasn't really done anything yet. Realistically, n neither has McIntyre yet. Well, McIntyre is a huge name on the Indies. Eric Young was huge. Eric, with Young, Eric Young was a huge independent star in TNA and then came and really did not do anything yet. Drew McIntyre at least has like the buzz around him still. I'm kind of surprised after all the build that they didn't put Aleister Black up there instead of Cassius Ono. Even more so, like, should Austin Aries be on that list? What did he do in NXT? Realistically, I think that Demo, I think that Sanity may have been, should have been up there as a unit, and that would have knocked off all of them. Because I think Demo was a big sign, Nikki Cross was a good sign, and Eric Young. I mean, and then um, um, what's his face? Wolf, Alexander, Alexander Wolf. Wolf. I mean, yeah, he was really a no-name, but I think that that would be a good way to knock all of them off, including Eric Young. Yeah. But... So that was, that was yeah. just a list I was giving quickly. Uh, shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. Go check out Montreal Broski, Eric, at... MTL Broski, you could also do a check out first thing in the morning, his YouTube show, a good old let's play, good old advice, good old, good old. Just go check it out, first thing in the morning show that is on YouTube, youtube.com slash first thing in the morning show. Also listen to Eric at Kayfabe Today on their podcast. Uh, go check out John at Mr. John Foss. Thank you guys for all of your support. Thank you everyone for all of your support. Uh, some past results uh, that we just wanted to cover real quick on this shameless plugs. Warriors of Wrestling took place on the 8th. This is Hostile Takeover. You had the Wild No Limits title online. Chris Steeler defeated Sonny Kiss and Steve Scott. Tag Team Titles, The Experience defeated Paul London in Homicide. And the women's title, which was won the night uh, earlier that day, Nikki Adams defended successfully against Holly Dead. Uh, an eight-man tag team match for control of, oh, wow, Team Joey B picked up the victory. Oh, no, it went to a no contest with Team Black. Uh, so much more that took place. The Stranger, uh, Perfect Strangers were in action, Aaron Bradley, and so many others. And then before this was their Women of Wrestling. Uh, Warriors of Wrestling presents Women of, of Warriors event. Round one had so many wrestlers featuring Willow Nightingale, Tara Calloway, uh, Calloway Sonia Strong, Nikki Adams, Arya Cadenza, Vanity, Jordan Grace. A lot of these wrestlers that are really uh, becoming more more well known as the events progress. Catred, uh, and so you had Nikki Adams and coming into the finals. We're just going to skip right along to the finals. Nikki Adams picking up the victory over Davy and Long. To become the first ever, wow, women's champion. Also, some upcoming events taking place. Uh, Tier 1 Wrestling will be teaming up with Battle Club Pro, the one who knocks. I believe this is on iPay-Per-View, taking place in Woodside, New York. 
Um, you're going to be seeing Tier 1 Wrestling Tag Team title online. The Cutthroat Kings defending against Fella Twins. Mike Verna against Matt Riddle. Uh, you're going to have a bunch of promotion versus promotion matches. Ethan Page versus Matt, Matt McIntosh. You're going to have Tier 1 Wrestling World Championship Brass Ring Open Invitational. Darius Carter, the champion, defending against Darby Allen, And so much more. Joey Janela, Mike Orlando, Nikki Adams, uh, Brute Van Slyke. Craven Varro, they will all be in actions uh, in action. Fred, yeah, he take it on Anthony Bowens. So go check that out. Uh, go check out that event. And then on the 23rd, Tier One Wrestling is putting on their own show. Uh, first time ever, the winner's going to receive a shot at the Tier One Championship at another at a date to be announced. Now, Brandon, you could help me out with this. Pentagon Zero Mierto. You, you could just say Pentagon Junior at that point. Just yeah, can I just like okay? Just say, just say Pentagon. Well, I appreciate that. Pentagon June. Well, well, I just messed that up already. All right, Pentagon will be taking well, on well, Matt. I meant Riddle. like no, just say Pentagon Junior. If you're not okay, gonna say Pen- Pentagon El Cerro Miedo, then well, Pentagon Junior is gonna be taking on Matt Riddle. Tier one championship on the line. Darius Card taking on uh, Darby Allen. Cutthroat Kings taking on the Breakfast Club, and so much more. Mike Verner versus David Starr. Stockade versus John Silver. Go check out this event as well. Go support Tier 1 Wrestling. Go go support Battle Club. Go support independent pro wrestling, Warriors of Wrestling, everything in general. Hey, Brandon, any shout-outs? I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout-outs. BB Rex is getting the first shout-out. Her music's awesome. Check it out. Like she wrote, you know that song, The Monster for Rihanna? Yeah. That one. She did that one with Nicki Minaj, Hey Mama. Oh, interesting. And then a bunch of other songs that are awesome. So definitely check her out. Oh, cool. Uh, second shout out is going to the North Shore of Long Island. Uh, even though they have awful beaches. Um, check it out. It's really nice up there. You can see Connecticut from from there sometimes. <laughs> you really can. It's crazy. I always like driving up to the North Shore and just like driving around. It's it's different. It's so much different from the South Shore at times. Yeah, and you got to be careful with uh, what restaurants you go to because some of them are oh, they got their chins up and their noses up and their pinkies are up. Mm, the restaurants, yes. the restaurants are so damn expensive. It's as if you're in the Hamptons. Mm, yes, they pass around the caviar. The caviar. Mm. Yes, the caviar and champagne. Yeah. The champagne goes down smoothly with the caviar. Hmm. <laughs> but yes, definitely check it out. And I really, I think everybody should go to their national parks, their state parks, whatever. Yeah, go support the state parks. Yeah, check it out. Go to, go see Teddy Roosevelt's house. And he died there. Yeah. Uh, and then last, last up, last week we spoke about Don Rickles. Uh, I mentioned the documentary Mr. Warmth. And I said I thought it was on HBO Go. It's actually on Netflix. So uh, everyone has Netflix. So everyone go check it out. It's it's called Mr. Warmth. Or you could just type in Don Rickles. It's a really awesome documentary about him. So check it out. I, I still haven't seen the documentary, but I really want to watch it bad. Yeah, He so. is a great comedian. I, did you watch the Jimmy uh, Kimmel yeah, we discussed, we discussed that last week. 
Oh, I, I didn't know if we brought up Kimmel talking about him. I think we did. Yeah, very touching. Yeah. So, check that out. Those are my shout-outs. Now it's time for... Ow. Our... Moment of the week. That is right, our mark out moment of the week. Uh, we'll keep all of them wrestling related this week. Attempt to. And I'll say mine first, or one of mine first, in uh, chronological order. I did not mean for this to be a mark-out moment, but I guess you would call me a mark if if you did see it. But at that open house at the Nassau Coliseum, they had a table set up for uh, WWE, I guess because Monday Night Raw was part of opening week at the Coliseum where you could go and take your picture with the Universal Championship. Now, just so, to clarify, it was a replica, though, right? Yeah, definitely. It, for, I was, it wasn't, like, anywhere near close to how heavy the Internet Championship was. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe, I guess, there's less gold on it? I Yeah, I don't know. So, that was one of them. Um, one for me was, uh, let's see, I just drew a blank. Oh, Bray Wyatt going to Monday Night Raw. I marked out for that, definitely. I'm very excited to see him there. Uh, and then another one for me is the fact that they announced combination tickets for Monday Night Raw and SmackDown at Barclays Center for SummerSlam weekend. That's and you bought tickets, right? Yeah, I wasn't gonna plan on getting. I, I honestly, I just wanted to go to NXT Takeover and I wanted to go to SmackDown, but like then they have the Hardy Boys back on Raw, Kurt mm-hmm. Angle's on Monday Night Raw, and now that they offered the combo tickets, which they said tickets start at forty one dollars for like the total of two shows, which would mean tickets start at twenty dollars for each show. But uh, I ended up paying seventy, like seventy four, seventy five dollars for, for both, which that's not terrible. No, it's still a good deal. With all the fees and everything, it's like I, I think I paid like thirty seven a ticket, mm-hmm. maybe. So still that's a, not terrible, yeah. yeah so I'll be going. Deal. I'll be going to that. Very cool. And I still, any, yeah. I still hope to go to NXT TakeOver. It would be cool if they did, like, combination packages for, like, added that in there as well. Mm-hmm. Because I would have purchased that. There you have it. Anything else? Mm, not really. Very you could, cool. You could take us home. Feel free. Well, let's just say that is it. Marking out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Not recording again. This is our last episode. <laughs> Until next week. Yeah, Until hilarious. Next week. Yeah, April Fool's. Yeah, April Fool's. Yeah. Marking out 323. We are done with it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us so much. We appreciate it. Uh, please let us know. Tweet to us. Write us on our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash marking out. Let us know that you're listening to us. Let us know what you're thinking. If you agree with us, if you disagree with us, 
Twitter at Mark and at, at BTG, uh, BTTG161 at Dave the Rave underscore MO. Also, buy our T-shirts, please, and support us. ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. Go watch Cooking with Brandon 5 over at YouTube.com slash out 11 If you would like to uh, send us an MP3 of your music, of your band, uh, are you a comedian, are you a poet, send us an MP3, out one at gmail.com. And we wish you the... Your future endeavors have a wonderful.